Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Recovery Talks Podcast. I'm Andy Daniel, social media coordinator for MPN, and I'm here with Michelle Lewis and Michael Smith. They're certified advanced RAP facilitators located in Butte. Welcome, Michelle and Michael. Hi, Andy. Hi, Andy. Great to have you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? We've been RAP facilitators since 2006. Two years later, we became advanced RAP facilitators. We've really enjoyed RAP and we use RAP in our own lives. It's really changed our lives um, and it's really, I'll speak for myself, it's kept me well. It's kept me out of hospitals and crisis centers. and It's just a really good program. I've expanded things in my life that I never would have done. I, I have a wonderful hobby. I taught myself how to play the guitar. Um, so I decided to take guitar lessons to speed that up. And I'm actually writing music now. We own our own business now. And we've had our own business since 2006. So in a short summary, that's my introduction. Thanks, Mike. You know, Andy, you know, I I really think rap, I credit rap for staying well for about 12 years. I, I was in and out of the hospital for s- several years, several times a year, it seemed like. And once I went to RAP, I was able to kind of get a hold of that and um, integrate some things into my life, particularly some wellness tools that I use to um, take action on my own behalf and, and kind of insert them into my life to stay well and kind of meet the challenges of my life. It came to a point where I was able to actually go back to school and, and start working on my master's degree. And as Mike said, we, we have a, a business um, that we actually um, facilitate RAP and we do other programs as well, like life coaching and, and have recently done peer support on the waiver as well. So we, we actually have found a life together that's a lot more full and a relationship that's been flourishing uh, as a result of, of RAP. And so I, I really credit wellness recovery action plan for those kinds of things. Of course, the hard work that we put into it. I I think that's why I cherish RAP so much. You sort of mentioned their wellness recovery action plan, but can you tell us a little more about what RAP actually is? RAP is really a a personalized wellness recovery system. Um, And it's really born out of a rooted and rooted in self-determination. It helps people decrease and even prevent troubling and intrusive feelings and increase personal empowerment. It can even like, you know, improve quality of life and achieve the life goals and dreams. Like what I said, I went back to school and stuff. So it helps individuals like monitor uncomfortable, uncomfortable feelings. So 
when I was feeling, that's when I kind of look at how it helped me get back into my life was that I was able to monitor these feelings that I was having and kind of use these wellness tools to intervene. It does include plans for responses from others when, when we can't take care of ourselves or make decisions or keep ourselves safe, but it, it, it's a structured system that, that, that has like six separate sections that utilizes those wellness tools that I was talking about to take action to keep us well and help us feel better when we don't, when we don't feel well. So a little bit about the plan is that the, the six sections, of course, we have the wellness toolbox. And I think MPN talks a lot about wellness toolboxes. I, I, I've heard what MPN kind of talk about wellness toolbox. Uh, and it's really similar to what we talk about in RAP, the things we like to do to stay well and the things we do when we don't feel well to get better and feel well again. And then we have a daily plan, the things we need to do every day, and we kind of take a look at what we're like when we're well. And then we look at stressors and the action plan, and all the action plans kind of come from our wellness toolbox. And we look at the signs or, you know, kind of the indicators that things aren't going well for us and kind of the internal things. And then we look at when things are breaking down uh, or getting worse, and we have an action plan for that. And, of course, we have our crisis plan. And then we also have a post-crisis plan, which is kind of unique to wrap, I think, because we look at how we're going to re-enter our lives when, when things are stressful and we've gone through a crisis plan. So, I mean, a crisis, rather, um, how to re-enter our lives and, and get back to ourselves again. So that's kind of what wrap is. It's what do you think makes it different than other recovery tools? Like, have you tried other things and found this to be more helpful? Well, what makes rock unique is that many aspects of rap that make it unique, and yet rap is a doable program. For instance, rap is not just a program, it's a lifestyle. It's a structured plan that assist people in navigating everything from daily plans to, to their goal. And it's truly it's truly integrated into the into the day their daily living. So throughout their their day, you know, you can use yeah. So I use rap in my my daily living. The key here is, you know, I've tried other things in the sense that, you know, when I was in the hospital or in a crisis house, they're like, you know, let's write a plan or let's let's do a safety plan or, you know, um, let's do a crisis plan. It was never about how to be in the community or how to live your life. It was about how to be out of crisis, you know, like how to, what's your crisis plan? It, it was always about, you know, although it's, you know, RAP has a crisis plan, it's not solely a crisis plan. So um, so I think because much of the work of living rap is done out of crisis. It's, it's how to stay well. So, so I think that's the beauty of rap in that it, it helps me stay in the moment of wellness and in, kind of in living my life. I think that's what the difference is. Instead of waiting until I'm in crisis, it's kind of how to stay out of crisis. And, and by the way, if you're in crisis, here's your plan. And I think the other part about it is I think I'm solely the one that writes the plan, and so that makes it unique for me. I mean, there's no there's no coercion there. So uh, I think also 
wrapped really organic in the nature because it, it has pure origins. So it was really developed by a group of peers. I mean, Mary Ellen Copeland is credited as the author, and she certainly is. But she also credits peers as a, as people who developed, helped her develop rap because they were dealing with a lot of really difficult feelings and working really hard to feel better. And they kind of came up with this together as a group when someone said, hey, this, you know, she was doing groups and had found wellness tools through surveys and she was doing groups. And they were like, well, these are all fine, well, and good, but how do I implement these in my life? And that's kind of how rap came about. So it really grew out of an organic grassroots nature. Again, like I said, I guess I already kind of talked about this, that rap is person-driven and self, is self-determined and very voluntary. And I think a lot of the programs that I went to, and especially like, you know, you need to have a crisis fund before you leave this, this uh, facility. That wasn't very voluntary. <laughs> so you know, it didn't feel very voluntary to me. And so uh, the person really learning about rap decides you know, if they want to write one, what parts they want to write. You know, I got to decide if, um, if anybody supports me and how long it takes me to write it and um, who I show it to and who has copies of it. So it's very much individualized. It's interesting that you hit on a lot of the pieces of that recovery wheel that go in with the 10 guiding principles and the eight dimensions of wellness. Rap seems to fit in with most of the recovery language that we use anyway. Jim and I have talked about recovery planning, and when you talk about crisis planning, being told you have to have a crisis plan when you leave the hospital, it's kind of a clinical look at it, whereas recovery planning is not really clinical. So RAP is not from a clinical perspective, and that it was peer-developed, right? So would you say that's accurate? Absolutely. You nailed it. Absolutely. It is not a clinical perspective. Yeah, it's recovery. I know you can access RAP. There's a website for it, and there are workbooks and things like that. But what are the benefits of learning about RAP, like in a workshop format, as opposed to finding the information online or buying books and reading about them yourself? Well, I think I think that the most the most valuable thing about it. I mean, Mike, do you want to talk about that? Is that? Well, it's a workshop. You totally have the group dynamics. And the benefits of learning about a group in a work, workshop format is that's where all the evidence-based information comes from. And it, it was researched by the University of Illinois in Chicago in 2010. And actually, I'm going to correct you there. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was actually put on the National Evidence-Based Programs and Practices in 2010. It's it research before that. <laughs> it was before that. And like she said, it, was, it became an evidence-based practice in 2010. Significantly, positive outcomes tied to the fidelity of RAP model designed by Mary Ellen Copeland in a co-facilitated process. No one is the expert. With that being said, it's a learning process from the individual. And there's a group dynamics, Andy, in, in the group. 
where everybody learns from each other. There's no final answers being dictated by a teacher in the class or in the group. And it's all choices and options. As, as facilitators, it is imperative that each set session supports the premises that people can get well and stay well for long periods of time so we convey a message of hope. It's been proven that personal responsibility, empowerment, and self-determination and self-advocacy are key aspects of the program. So as facilitators, we, we treat each person as a unique, special indiv individual, concentrating on strengths and away from perceived deficits. So everybody is equal. And I'm going to let Michelle talk because she might be able to define this even better than me. You know, I think I think the beauty of being in a, in a rap group is nobody feels, you know, people realize they're not alone. There's a lot of isolation and things. And uh, when you bring people together, they realize they're not alone. They share wellness tools. They're able to grab onto tools. They're able to... There's a synergy that happens within the group that's greater than any one person. And there's a camaraderie that occurs. And the research is, is there that says that actually it says these things happen, that self-determination, personal responsibility, all of these empowerment, these things happen just from being in the group. Not necessarily from even writing the rap, just from actually attending a rap workshop and learning about the concepts and the parts of rap. It's, it's actually from the group process itself. And facilitators are really trained to uphold a set of values and ethics, which is a whole other podcast, I think, because it's basically talking about how we treat each person with unconditional high regard. And I think that a lot of times that hasn't really happened for a lot of people in their lives. And so it's a, a unique experience for some. So I think there's... I think there's a lot to be said for that group experience. There's a lot of interaction and there's a lot of activities to bring out that learning experience. And too, there was a lot of knowledge pieces that in the workshop that when I got home, I would think of them and I thought, this is good stuff to take home. So, you know, I just want to add that part too because I would, I'd be home and I would just keep thinking about it. At the beginning, Mike, you talked about how you sort of discovered music and playing guitar as a hobby and that came out of rap. Can each of you tell me a little bit about what you've learned about yourself or things that you've discovered or things you've gotten in touch with again because of rap? It wasn't just the guitar. Um, I discovered that scheduling my day with the daily maintenance was really good because I got into more things like exercising and I got into things that were like working more and doing kinds of work that I never would have done on an employment basis because I didn't have fear in my life to try new things because of that message of hope. There's hope 
and I remember things that my dad said, you know, about you can do things, you know, and that said in rap, people can do things, you know, they can do things with their life because personal responsibility was, was you can get things back that you lost in your life. And even if you can't, you can try new things and do things. You can conquer things. So that's what I got from rap. Thanks, Mike. You know, I think, you know, as you say that, I have to, you know, reflect back, Annie, and I think one of the things that really came as an outgrowth of, of rap was a feeling of confidence uh, and an ability to really become an advocate. I'm, I think I'm, you know, a, a pretty strong advocate for things now, and I think that came out of feeling strong to kind of stand in my own shoes, if you will, to say that I'm worth something. And I think that came from, I think that came from the feeling that, that stability that I gained over the years from rap, just living my life and knowing that I, I could trust my wellness. You know, I was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, when, when am I going to be sick again? <laughs> That's unfortunate to feel that way. But I, I was for a long time wondering when, it, when I would be ill. I don't have that feeling anymore. And I, I think that came out of, it was an outgrowth of rap. And I think rap provided me actually with some employment for a while, you know, starting our business and, and going out and doing rap workshops. And, and it provided me with a sense of, um, you know, we, we, when we talk about, you know, the occupational dimension on the eight dimensions of wellness, that it really provided me with a focus there that allowed me to feel like I could get back, like Mike said, the control I'd lost in the past, the, the career that I'd lost to being ill for such a long time. I think that brought that back into focus, and and I, I could do that in the realm of helping others um, with this recovery story and with this recovery tool. So it was kind of like a double-edged thing. I could actually help them with other parts of the dimension of wellness as well. So I think... That was really important for me. It's also, a, it's not a replacement for other programs either. It's adaptable. I found that I, like I can try hard things. Like right now I've just got a new job and I'm, I'm really quite nervous about it because it's new. But I'm like, I'm counting on my daily maintenance and my to-do list that I, that I count on every day to make me, make me focused and grounded and know that I can do this and schedule it into my life and I'm much less afraid of it if that if that makes any sense I feel like I can fit it in I do wonder how people who work 40 hours do it because <laughs> this is not a 40 hour a week job but anyway that's I, I feel more confident to face the world I guess in what areas of life do you think rap is applicable Rap is appropriate and applicable to anyone and everyone, no matter what their circumstances are, you know, it's, it's applicable to anyone. Rap is a plan for wellness. If you're not feeling well, it's going to help you get well. And if you are well, it's going to keep you well, as such, it is applicable in many domains of of life. So you can use rap in many areas, 
we talked a little bit just now about the eight dimensions of wellness. And I think RAP is really important because people think of RAP as a mental health tool. It's for people with mental health problems. And I know we're all about recovery at NPN, and that's good, but a lot of people can recover a lot of things in their lives, you know, and, and Mike and I um, use RAP in our lives as a couple. We have a family, I mean, we have a family RAP with our daughter, needs to be updated because she's quite a bit older now, but we have family RAP, and we have, I have a RAP for my Weight Watchers, I've lost 55 pounds, and I have a, a RAP for Weight Watchers, um, I have a RAP on the RAP app for that, and um, I have a wrap for work uh, for the work I do with our independent business, but I'm going to have to kind of incorporate that a little bit. I have little wraps, like mini wraps. So anytime there's a place where people want to better their lives, their relationships, their work, there is a place for that. There's a place for it in any part of the the dimensions of wellness. You know, there there can be a wrap. You know, I'm, we're we're looking into the affordable housing network for, uh, we're going to be looking into that for perhaps the Habitat for Humanity House. So that will be a whole nother look at life, you know, and I don't think we'd be looking into that kind of stuff if we didn't have wrap in our life. Take on another dimension of wellness. <laughs> Let's try environment, you know. Anyway, that's a little off track. <laughs> I'm looking at how many dimensions of wellness I'm approaching at one time and going, maybe I should not approach all of these at once. It's been great talking to you guys today. A lot of wonderful information. Uh, if people are interested in finding out more about RAP, how would they go about that? Can they contact you? Well, they can contact us. I mean, there's a couple places they can go. They can go to copelandcenter.com. It's uh, C-O-P-E-L-A-N-D center.com. Or they can certainly email us at wellness.consultants at the letter Q.com and put wrap in the subject line. And, you know, we'll sure answer any questions. That's what we're here for. Well, thanks again, Mike and Michelle. I'll include all of that contact information, those websites and, and email addresses in the description here so that people can access that if they want to. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. And thanks out there for listening to another Recovery Talks podcast. We're always looking for guests, so if you've got something you want to talk about, just get in contact with us and we'll set that up. Have a great week. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. <laughs> recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery is possible.